Javier Gutierrez is uh, actually our school director from our San Bernardino location. Thank you very much for making the time and uh, speaking with me today, man. Thank you very much, Luis. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Perfect, perfect. So I kind of wanted to give the, the viewers a uh, some, some background information on you. Uh, so just tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, why initially did you decide to become a school director? So I was born in uh, Mexico, in Zaguayo, Michoacan. Um, you know, uh, my parents decided to come to California uh, for a better future like any other family. Right. Uh, you know, uh, we came to Anaheim. From there, we came uh, to, we moved to San Bernardino. I studied. Uh, I got my GED. Um, How old were you guys when you when you moved over here? Uh, I was I would say like about three or four years old. Three or four so years old. Majority of my life I've been down here. Okay, cool. Well, at what age did you move to San Bernardino? I would say uh, like about eight years old. About eight years old. Mm -hmm. So what did you do? Okay, so I know right now you're a school director. You're a school director from San Bernardino. What did you do? What were you doing before you became a school director? I actually worked from uh, 2000. I would say 2002 to 2008. Uh, in construction, we did framing, remodels, new houses, custom houses in, in construction. So you have about eight years of experience in construction, roughly? Right. Okay. So why initially did you make the jump? Because it's actually very interesting. So right now you help contractors get licensed. But before, you were actually working in construction. So what happened between 2002 and 2008 where you decided to make the jump from working in construction to actually becoming a school director? Well, I started working out with a, a contractor. In this case, he didn't have a license, um, you know, and he would lose a lot of money. Mm. Sometimes we would, uh, he would lose uh, jobs, or in this case, a lot of clients wouldn't pay him. Mm -hmm. So if they didn't pay him, they wouldn't uh, pay us. So in, in 2008, um, the economy went down. Right. You, you know, a lot of companies uh, went under, mm -hmm. uh, and especially if he didn't have his license, uh, you know, we all lost our, our jobs just for not. So wait, this license. contractor wasn't ha didn't have a license, but yeah, he was employing people. Right. Okay. So for six years, you were working under an unlicensed contractor doing these jobs. Um, and in 2008, when the, I think you said the economy went bad, mm -hmm. uh, you lost your job in 2008. Correct. So did he, did he give you any, any warning prior to that? Or was it just like, Hey, uh, 2008 came and it was like, all right, man, Bye, deuces. Thank you very much for all your help. Well, um, in this case, since the economy went down, everything started with the with the houses. Right. So we would do a lot of new construction. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, it was everything. It was track houses, new construction. Mm -hmm. And when the economy went down, you know, a lot of companies just went under because there wasn't new construction being available. Done. Available. Yeah, right. Okay. No, I, I, t I totally understand that. But it kind of makes it seem like this contractor made it seem like you were expendable at any time, even though, I mean, you put in six years with this company, you're working in construction, you're doing the framing. And then after six long years of working with this company, they're kind of just like, bye. Right? right. So I understand. Yeah. The economy went down. So what made you decide to become a school director after that layoff? Just the, um, I would say a lot would be motivation. Mm -hmm. um first in in first hand you know a lot of us did lose our our houses our cars we lose we lost a lot of things and uh when i got introduced to uh being an, an instructor I, I i saw that i could change people's lives on starting their own business helping them to to start off to that do business. the correct steps right okay so like when did you start being a school director and what year did you did you make the conversion the in what year did you convert from being a construction worker to an actual school director i would say anywhere from uh, uh I, I would say back in 2011 2011 2010, 2010, 2010 yeah. okay so you have about eight years helping contractors get licensed right perfect perfect so my next question is okay so let's say like for for people that don't know the actual process of getting licensed, uh, because it's a very complicated process. A lot of people don't understand that. So how do you specifically help these contractors get licensed? So let's say for let, let me give you an example. Let's say my Theo wanted to get his license, right? I was like, you know what? Let me introduce you to this guy, Javier, that I know him. Uh, this guy's a really good guy. Uh, how how are you gonna help my Theo get his contractor license? Let's say let's say he does tile, right? Because a lot of people do tile painting. Uh, in your case, framing. How how are you gonna help uh, this person, my Theo, get his license? 
it, in this case, um, the only requirements is that the state does require you guys to have or the, the contractor to have is four years of on-hands experience mm -hmm. within the last 10 years. Now, is that like you have to have four years with like a company or is it just like self-employed? It could or? be, uh, yeah, it could be self-employed. It could uh -huh. be working with the company um, as long as he does have the on-hands exper uh, on experience. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And then I would help him out. Basically, does the, anybody that already has five years, 10 years uh, of experience, they already know the ins and outs on their trade. Right. Uh, it, you know, nothing really changes. Uh, but most of these guys uh, pass the trade uh, first or pass the trade, and then they need to know what's going on on the business side. So, so, so really quickly, um, in order for them to get licensed, what, what do they actually have to do to get licensed? Right. Uh, so if I if I'm if I'm explaining this to my tío, my tía, anybody that wants to get licensed, right? My my mom, my dad, anybody. What is the actual like? What steps do they have to follow to get licensed? Because it's seen, it, it, and many people get this confused. I know you said that there's a lot of misinformation in construction, right? Because like, let's say, because me obviously we're very close with our family, right? And my tío's like, ah, oh, well, you know what? Like, uh, what I hear in construction, what I hear from the the person that I'm working under is that it's it's really expensive to get the license or that it's a long process or that, oh, it's only in English, it's only in English. So if I only talk Spanish, I can't get the license. Right. So what do you say to those people that are like, you know what, like, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather just work under this contractor, uh, uh, under this contractor until I initially, I don't know. Because uh, uh, at that point, there's there's nothing that they can do, right? They're, they're strictly just working under someone their entire lives right so how can you help me right how can you help this person with little to no english know the process pass uh the, the examinations that they have to pass in order to get licensed so uh like i said just have the four years of on hands experience uh with so uh they could apply with the social security number the right to number and then uh that's basically it, what the state requ uh, requires. Uh, letter of reference, it could be from a client, from a contractor, from somebody that they work for. So if uh, someone signs off on their experience, is that how they get licensed or what do they actually have to do? So uh, before that process, uh, I'll make sure they do have their the four years of experience. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll come in and I'll help them out. So uh, we do have live classes where I sit down with them. What, what are the classes for though? The classes uh, are for the law and business. And then even if they have- What's the law and business? The, the law and business is more concerning the uh, law part on establishing your business. So how to register, register your business, um, in this case, the types of insurances, uh, taxes, uh, the, I would say the more the office stuff. So, so say. like, okay, so for example, like, let's say my deal wanted to get a license. I know he has to pass two exams, right? right. Because uh, a lot of people don't know this, but they have to pass two exams. They have to pass a law exam, which is what you're talking about, and then they also have to pass a trade exam. Mm -hmm. So I believe you're touching up on the law exam. So the law exam does consist of, you know, you know the different types of contracts, residential, commercial, and public. Uh, the law exam also consists of, you know, uh, depositing taxes, payroll, the different types of insurances. Uh, there's also different questions regarding safety and security of the employees. So you, Javier, as a school instructor, the, what, what, is, what are some of the topics that you discuss in class? Now, I do know that you have classes in English and Spanish, which is very important. Right. But what information <clears throat> do you actually cover in the class? Um, basically what, you know, all the information there's in the book to help mm -hmm. them out, the, the, the process on the taxes, the process on the insurances, the process to get them prepared, Spanish and English, uh, you know, to help them out to get prepared. So like, uh, for example, um, a lot of people don't know this, but let's say a, a contractor is doing a contract, they, they, they talk to a client, they, it, it's a remodeling job of their bathroom or their kitchen, right? Cause that's, 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 that's pretty normal, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, a standard person wants to remodel their home at one point in their life. So let's say someone calls you, hey, you know what? I want to do a bathroom remodel, you know, shower, kitchen, bath, whatever the case is, mm -hmm. okay? Um, if it's a residential contract, from what I know, because I'm also a school instructor here in, the, in, in El Monte, the maximum down payment that they can have is $1,000, Right. correct? Now, they learn this during the class. So what are some other examples that they have to know? Uh, the bonds, the insurances, uh, the uh, the different types of contracts within within the industry, depending on the type of work that that they do, 
um, the the cancellation notices. So basically, all the the legal part of it. So I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of people come over here when they're initially asking for information. They're like, oh, it's because like when I was working at when I was working under this contractor, and this is what they, a, lot, a lot of people tell me. When I was working under this contractor, the contractor was like, you know what? You probably don't need to take out your license because the insurance is too much or the bonds are too much. Or, you know what, like, I don't know if it's worth it getting my license. Why is it that these these people that have licenses, right, that these people that went through the processes that got licensed are telling people that are telling laborers, are telling their employees, hey, you know what, even though I have my own license, it probably doesn't make sense for you to get your license. Why do you think people do that? Uh, it's just for a competition. Um, I have a lot of students that come in with um, misinforma misinformation regarding obtaining the license. You don't have to have that money that, uh, you know, those $2,500 in your bank account to apply your to get a time to obtain your contractor's Contractor. license, uh -huh. right? So in this case, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a common thing that I see uh, with every, every student that enrolls with us. Um, the process is simple. Just mm -hmm. to have the four years of experience within the last 10 years, mm -hmm. uh, to, have, to take both examinations, the law portion, uh, which is, a, it's only 120 questions. Right. And he has to pass with a 60%, uh, I'm sorry, 66%. So like a D. They have to yeah. pass with like a D. Basically a okay. D. And then the trade. The trade, that's easy. But because right. majority of these guys, that's, you know, that's their grind. That's what they do every day. Uh -huh. they, it's 120 questions, all multiple choice, and they have to pass it with 69%. 69%, which yeah. is like a D plus. A D in plus, most cases. exactly. So it's, it's pretty simple. Now, going into getting licensed, um, they have to have a bond mm -hmm. or an insurance, but goes back to your question on, oh, we, we pay so much in insurances. Mm -hmm. uh, that is not the case. Now, now let's elaborate on that a little bit, because mm -hmm. I know like a lot of people are like, oh, it's because, you know, uh, we have to have this. We have to have that. Again, it's a lot of misinformation, kind of like what you alluded to. It's a lot of misinformation in, in construction. Now, I had, um, I believe like two days ago, but I, I, I believe it was on Monday. I had a person come in uh, and they're like, you know what? No, I'm coming in for information. The contractor that I'm working under right now said I have to have $15,000 in my bank account, which I'm assuming they're talking about the contractor's bond because the contractor's bond has to cover them $15,000. Right. Right. So this guy is telling me nonstop. No, he said for sure I have to have $15,000 in my bank account. Is that true or not? No. The bond is it will cover you $1,500. Fifteen thousand, right? Fifteen thousand, uh, yeah. Fifteen, fifteen $15,000, it, it will cover you fifteen thousand dollars. Now, that like insurance, like if you screw, like uh, normally, like, so this will the the way I, I tend to explain this to my client, uh, to to the students that mm -hmm. come in, the fifteen thousand dollars is to cover you, uh, if you tend to screw the client over. Right. right. It's not an insurance. Like if something happens and you mess up the property, boom, like fifteen thousand. No, the contract. The yes, the contractor's bond is to cover you. Well, it's actually to cover the client, right? It, right. So it right. protects the uh, the client on any fraud. So the mm -hmm. client gave a down payment, uh, and the contractor took off. Instead of going, you know, he could place a com uh, the client can place a complaint towards the bonding company. They'll pay him off. Uh, the con the contractor didn't finish up the work. He could place a complaint towards uh, the contractor on the on the bond. They'll pay him off for for any right. damages. So going back to the fifteen thousand dollars in this case, the only the only thing that he would pay for that bond, it, it really varies. It could be from sixty dollars to one hundred and forty dollars, depending. Now but is that like per to, month? Is you, that per month? It, that that's it. It's a per, a per year, and you don't have to have it in a bank account. Right. That's a, what a lot of contractors don't tell their employees. Uh, I have employee. Uh, I have uh, students that tell me. Oh well, my my the the owner of the company he pays millions of dollars of of uh, insurance. Yeah, I've heard that so, too. Yeah. So in this case, the liability insurance or any insurance is is just whatever it covers. So the one million dollar is he's not paying one million dollars. No, of he's course only, not. He's only paying let's say anywhere from five hundred dollars or a so, hundred dollars, depending on the insurance. Right. So to kind of touch up on what we're saying here, the the contractor's bond is normally anywhere from $80 to $180 mm -hmm. and it's only once a year. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're in a position in construction and your your employer your employer is telling you, "Oh, I pay 
fifteen thousand dollars of insurance. It's it's not true. It's a payment of eighty dollars to a hundred and eighty dollars once a year that covers you only if you're doing fraud. So if you're not doing fraud, if you're a good a good contractor that you're looking out for the client, they should never make a claim on your contractor's bond. Right. Uh, when it comes to the liability insurance, to what Javier was alluding to, it's only in the case of accidents. It's kind of very similar to the car insurance that you have, right? If an accident happens in the workplace, that's when it's recommended to have the liability insurance. So let's say, for example, you guys are doing a job and you damage the property in any way. At that point, you would make a claim on your liability insurance, correct? Right. Now, again, all these insurances, what they're telling you, I believe it's included in the course. It's actually some material that we yeah. that you guys tend to cover. Now, how many years of experience do you actually have helping these contractors get licensed? Because I know a lot of people, especially in the construction, these people that come in, that are coming to you, right? These people have 10, 15, 20, 25, sometimes in, in, in a lot of cases, over 30 years of experience. And this is the first time they're coming to you to get information on actually obtaining their license. Now, how many years of experience do you have actually helping contractors get licensed? In this case, well, once again, after after the uh, construction, in my experience, uh, I, I jumped into this industry. Right. Uh, you know, on 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 getting my experience, I would say I would I have eight years of experience on helping our contractors getting the license. Hey, about over eight years. No, over so eight okay, years. so you have you have about eight years helping contractors get licensed now. How specifically do you help them get licensed now? Like, you know, do you, do you like hold their hand through that through their entire process? Right. Like, what do you actually do to help these people get so licensed? So once they enrolled, once again, once they enrolled, they'll receive the material. But not not only the material, they're gonna come into the classes. I'll be sitting down with them, covering their information on you know the law portion. If they need help within the trade, we can help them out with that as well. Um, you know, I do have live classes. Uh, live classes, one-on-ones, and then as well, Spanish classes. Majority of, uh, you know, my students are, are Spanish-speaking uh, mm -hmm. students that need help, extra help, to help them out with that information. I'll help them out through the whole process on the application to make sure that they're, they're, they're ready. Now, really quickly, I just want to uh, give some information to our viewers. If our viewers have any questions regarding how to obtain the license or how does this apply to you? Leave your questions down below and we'll go ahead and answer them. Now, I want to uh, I do want to uh, add this little bit a little bit of information here. Um, we do have this uh, contractor state license preparation does have four locations. We have El Monte, we have Anaheim, San Bernardino, and we also have North Hills, which is next to San Fernando Valley. Now, a lot of the uh, and, and I would say this because I talked to a lot of contractors. I have uh, about five years of experience uh, helping contractors get licensed. In your case, you have over nine years. Mm -hmm. A lot of the, the the first question I tend to receive, and tell me if it's the same for you. When someone comes in, let's say that they they have little to no English, right? They have two they have two very strong uh, where they don't know if they can get licensed. And let me tell you what I, what I mean by that. They come in, they're like, okay, do you need a social to get licensed, right? Because that, that's like normally the first thing they tell me. Look, do I need a social security guard uh, to get licensed? That's the first one. The second one is, how can you guys help me? Uh, knowing that the, the, the exams that they have to pass is only in English, how can you, Javier, help them get licensed if they have 5, 10, 15% English? How do you step in and be like, okay, it's possible. This is what we have to do. How do you help them and how do you walk them through that process? So first of all, once again, the, the live classes that I give, I do have live classes to help them out. Mm -hmm. So Now those live classes, are they only in English? They're in, they're in English and in Spanish. Okay. I always recommend my 10%, my 5% my English uh, speaking students uh, to come in for both classes so I could help them out uh, mm -hmm. to get ready. Now, going back to the examination with the state, I do have students that have 5% English. They go up to the state and pass it the first time. So because wait, oh, of the classes and then uh -huh. because the state has, make, uh, has made it simple in the aspect that if, they don't, if they're not understanding so much mm -hmm. the information, they could take a translator. 
Okay. So a family so, member could go and translate for them mm -hmm. to help them out uh, pass the examination. Okay, so let's let's stick with this point because I think this is a really important point. Um, you know, especially when it comes to friends or or let's say uh, I heard this on the grapevine. So what does I heard this on the grapevine mean? I heard this through a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, mm -hmm. right? You know what? It's too hard. It's too hard. You shouldn't take out the license because it's just it's too hard, mm -hmm. right? You're gonna lose so much time. It's it's just too hard to obtain the license. Now, in your in your experience, how how hard is it to actually obtain the license? Now, I know you said that you help five, ten, fifteen percent uh, English speakers obtain the license, but in your experience, how long does it take them to get a license uh, if they do have that level of English and in what ways do you help them get licensed even faster if their only language is, is so in, in this case we do have classes well i have classes we all have classes from monday through thursday uh we have six to seven in english seven to eight i recommend for mm -hmm. them to come in for the uh for those two classes mm -hmm. um of course the more you see it the more they understand it uh when i send out their application uh, I will have that final examination to make sure that they're ready. Right. Uh, now, if I see that they're ready, I'll go back and help them out with the information. And then as well, majority of, uh, of my students, sometimes they, they need a translator. Right. So a family member goes up with them to the state and trans help them translate, and they pass it the Now, is time. it actually necessary for, the, for them to have a translator, or do you, or do you think if they come to both classes. Let's say they, they, they come to both of your classes because you're saying that you have classes in English and in Spanish. Do you think if they, they come to both classes with English and in Spanish, they'll probably hear it in English, understand it in Spanish. Do you think that's enough for them to get licensed? That's, that's um, most of the time, uh, th that's, I'm sorry, that is the case. So I always tell my students, come to both classes. If you come in every day, it's, it's best. So mm -hmm. they, the in English class, they'll probably understand a little bit, mm -hmm. but at that second Spanish class, they'll understand most of the, they'll understand the information. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and then if they come in every day, it's more repeti uh, repetitive. The more they see it, it's the more, more they repetition, understand. right? The more right. you hear it, the more. Okay, so well, I kind of want to touch up on this point because it's really important. Um, kind of like how you said, like your story, your background. You know, you come from Mexico, you got here when you were three years old. You know, your parents grinded, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you moved from Anaheim, you moved to San Bernardino, you moved to, you know, the, all these different places. Now, in my, in my case, I'm the instructor here from Monte. I hear these stories a lot. You know, a lot of these people come from South America. They come from Mexico. Where they come with 5, 10, 15% English. Some of them come with the mindset that, you know what, whatever we have to do, we can get licensed in three months or two months or four months, depending on their level of urgency to obtain the license. Right. And we have norm. We have so many cases of these people that get licensed within two, three, four, five months, which is relatively quickly if you think about it. Yeah. However, there's always those type of people that are like, you know what? The friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend told me it's too hard to get licensed, right? Or, or I don't know if it's worth it. Like my boss said, it's it's not worth it getting their license because they pay too much of insurance, because they have to go through this process. What do you say to those people that don't want to go through the process, that think that it's a lot to get insurance, or that think it's a lot to, to go through this? Like what do you say to those people? In this case, I mean, I see it. Uh, I see it everywhere, uh, especially in the construction industry, where the uh, the owner of the company doesn't want the you know the the good employee to not get their license because he if he gets his license he's gonna you know he's gonna take his job away. So a lot of uh, a, a lot of my students that do come in to get some information, they tell me, well, it's too expensive. Oh, it's it's too um, expensive to get my license because of the insurances because of work there's not a lot of work there is a lot of work there's a wor there's work for everybody in in in, in california now uh they the only reason the only time i see the they say that is because the the owner doesn't want to let them go 
and they right. don't want to see them prosper. And that makes a lot of get sense. In, get, yes, get their license. Course. They don't want to see them as competition. Of course. So, uh, you know, they just don't want to see them as competition. So that's why they tell them this big lies where, oh, don't get your license. It's expensive. There's no work. There's a lot of work. And, right and this is my response to that, because it, it does get frustrating after a while when I hear the same story over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So this is my response. And I want everyone out there to listen to this, is that if someone is telling you, okay, so for example, if a licensed contractor, let's say they have the general license or the general B license mm -hmm. or the landscaping license or the painting license or the electrician license, whatever the license is, if this person is telling you, you know what, you probably shouldn't take out your license because it's too expensive. Why don't you just right, come work for me? No, oh, oh, let me backtrack. Why don't you ask them? Ask this person one question. Why don't you inactivate your license then? So if you're telling me as an employee to not take out my license because it's too expensive, why do you still have your license active? Right. Because if it makes, if you're telling me that, you know what, it, it doesn't make sense to have a license. Why is it that you have your license active? Because that doesn't make sense to me. Because if you're telling me, you know what, uh, I've, wor I've worked in construction so many years, it doesn't make sense for you to take out your license, so why are you going through the trouble of having your license active? It just doesn't make sense to me, Yeah. right? So, okay, so let's say you get through to the client. The client tells you, you know what, Javier, I trust you. I know what you can offer me. I wanna take out my license. What type of work can they do with that license? Can they, can they only do residential work? Can they only do you know small jobs? What type of jobs can they do with their actual license? So right now, I mean, anybody can work in construction without a license, and we all know this, but they have to charge less than $500 in cleaning labor and material. See, that, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know that. Okay. That's, a, that's, that's the thing. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So, so let me brush up on this point and then you can continue if you don't have a license because you see it all the time you mm -hmm. see these contracts and, and, and then sometimes you don't even know it's a construction job right so let, let me give you an example uh, the uh, landscaping right? right like lawn maintenance someone that just cuts your grass right that is landscaping landscaping is the c27 license in california if you're doing any type of job 500 dollars and above including labor and material mm -hmm. Even if you don't know it's construction, it, it's crazy to me because I, you know, before I got into this industry, before I got into you know being instructor for El Monte, I didn't know that landscaping, lawn maintenance was a contractor license. Yeah, and even I, yeah. Uh, even uh, construction cleanup or cleanup. Cleanup. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. You know. Exactly. It's a it, it's a it's a contractor license, right? Right. So that that's what a lot of people don't know that, right? So. If you're doing, uh, and you can look this up, go to the cslb.ca.gov and look up your type of work that you do. If you feel like it's construction, and when I'm talking about construction, it's landscaping, painting, electrical, drywall, framing, anything that you can think of, it's probably a type of license. Even installing synthetic products, right? Mm -hmm. That is a license. Tree trimming is a license. Landscaping, lawn maintenance is a license. So even though you, if you don't understand that that's a license, go to cslb.ca.gov, that is a license, right? And we can help you obtain that license in less than three to four months. It all depends on your actual urgency to obtain the license. Right. Now, here's my follow-up question to you, Javier. Why is it actually important to obtain your license? It's, it's important in expanding your business. So everybody that that's self-employed right now don't have a license, they can't really do work. Mm -hmm. So in this case, what do you mean by that? They can't do work. What they, do you mean by that? I mean, they could do work five hundred dollars in uh, including labor and material. But what do you mean five hundred dollars? Yeah. So in this case, anybody that doesn't have a license uh, in the state of California, in the right. state of California, uh, they can only place bids under five hundred dollars, including labor and materials. So but what? Who, if, okay. Who's so really gonna settle with five hundred dollars? So what if the materials are? What if the what if the materials are okay? So what if the client buys the materials? It has to be all included, five hundred dollars. So labor okay, material. so let's say the client wants to add a new door to their hallway, for example, mm -hmm. and in lumber and in and in materials alone, 
right? There's 400 bucks. Right. How much can you charge? Only $100. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, under only uh, about $100. Bucks, under, right? fi- oh. uh, under $500. So it has to be all, all included, $500, <laughs> labors and, and materials. So now. So realistically, if <laughs> these realistically, are small, these are how small many jobs. jobs are left after five? Like, if you're telling me including labor and material, you're only making like eighty dollars. Huh? How like many jobs are left at that point? Not much. Not not many yeah. jobs, right? Yeah. So if you want to expand your business, if if these guys come over here because they want to expand their business because they right. see the the growth in the construction industry. So mm-hmm. in this case, anybody that wants to advertise, you have to have your license. Right. Anybody that wants to um, make more money over 500 in, uh, in labor and materials. So they, these guys want to make, uh, make bigger bids and get more money. You have to have your license. You can expand on advertising, mm-hmm. not worrying about the client doesn't want to pay you, not worrying about the state that wants to uh, give you a ticket because you don't have a license. So in this case, um, you know, it's a win-win situation. Once you have that license, you're not worried about the state you're making more money. You're you're placing bids on residential, commercial, and in uh, Publix Works. Publix Works is considered government jobs. Right. So who doesn't want to make more money? Right. So all right. So let's wrap this up because <clears throat> I, I know a lot of people. Um, a lot of people have concerns. Okay. So what these concerns can be that you know what, I have a deal, or I have a dad, or I have a brother that works in construction, but you know what. They don't have papers. They don't have a social security number. What do you say to those people that are like, no matter, like, what do you say to these people that are like, this is very important. I don't have a social. Can they open up their own construction business in the state of California? Yes. As long as they have their, uh, their IT number and the four years of experience. So We're if they have their IT sure number, what is an IT number? An IT number is the federal tax ID number that, um, people get if they don't have that's an alternative of a social security number so they can file their taxes up at the end of the year okay so now this this is another important point because uh, there's a lot of misinformation in the media right there, mm-hmm. there's uh, so much misinformation in the media you know what um, if you don't have a social you're not paying taxes is that correct no, that's from not what correct. you from what you from what from your experience because there's again there's a lot of misinformation in the media uh, they believe that any person that doesn't have a social is not paying their taxes. Now, in your experience, you have over eight or nine years of, uh, of, of, of experience getting these contractors licensed. Now, in the state of California, for sure, you have to pay taxes to qualify to obtain your license. Right. So what do you say to those people that say, you know what? I don't have a social. I've been paying my taxes. But I still don't believe I can get my contractor license. So, what do you believe? What, what do you say to those people? I would, all the state requires is to have the item number, which is their their, their uh, tax ID number to, to report to, taxes. To correct? report taxes, okay. as long as you're working, are reporting taxes. I mean, there's there's no excuse. There's right? no there's excuse, no excuse. Exactly. So this is what I love. This is what I love about the state of California. As long as you pay taxes, you're contributing right. to your community. Right, because this is all we care about, right? Because in the media we hear, oh, uh, you you shouldn't be doing this. Uh, if you don't have papers, you shouldn't be attributing to our uh, unemployment. You shouldn't be attributing to uh, our benefits, right? But what they don't know, right? This is real. If you go to the CSLB.ca.gov, a, a California government website, they tell you that you have to be paying your taxes and have an ITIN number. And you can still get your contractor license. Right. So you're telling me that a lot of these people qualify to get that. They, they qualify to own their own business, their own construction business. They qualify to have all this information. Now, another big question that I do receive is, what if I have a criminal record? If I have a criminal record, does that disqualify me to obtain my contractor license? It doesn't. Uh, you know, I, have, I had help out mm-hmm. in the past students that had uh, misdemeanors felonies as long mm-hmm. as everything's paid off uh you know you you paid your dues on you know uh on on for the courts probation and everything else right as long as everything's paid off of course you could, uh, qual- uh, you could qualify you get your contractor's license and it's a common it's a common question do i have a felony or i was in jail or do i i heard i can't no, get my license yeah you know n- believe it or not the state does believe in second chances 
Oh, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. I mean, because uh, I have a, people. So uh, sorry for interrupting you, but I have some people that they have like a like let's say like a DUI. Yeah. A DUI doesn't necessarily mean that <laughs> that you ruined your life. I know yeah. in most cases people feel like you know what I have a DUI. That's it. That's the end of the road for me. But does that disqualify them to get their contractor license? No. What do they have to do to get their contractor license after a DUI? After a DUI, make sure, yeah, everything's paid off with the courts. We finish our probation. We you probably have to pay do our the classes fines. as well, right? Yeah, right. Pay our fines, go to classes. As long as everything's paid off, um, you know, uh, it's paid off, then you could apply to get your license. Now, thank you. For, I, I just want to reiterate this fact. Thank you for being here, but we do have some, some viewer questions. Uh, let, let, let's 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 ask let's uh, answer some viewer questions. I'm sorry. So one of the viewer question is, can I apply with the ITIN number? Now okay. this is a question that we did answer during the podcast, but let's let's reiterate this. Yes, if you do not have a social security number in the state of California, now keep in mind this is the state of California. Other you states can apply. May vary. Yes, you can apply with an ITIN number. You do not need a social security number to apply for your contractor license now. And I want to and I want to be very very clear about this. Very clear about this. The ITIN number is not something that holds you back. Right. Okay, because I know some people that are like, "Oh, well, they're giving licenses to these people that have no experience or they have they're giving licenses to these people that that just want to screw you over." No. An ITIN number does not mean that they're going to screw you over. An ITIN number simply means the fact that they don't have a social security number, but they, they do have a lot of experience in construction. Now, keep in mind, the CSLB still has to verify your four years of construction experience. So you're not getting any less of a contractor that applies with an ITIN number. So do not worry about that. Yes, you can apply with an ITIN number. You don't have to have a social security number to work in construction. Now, that was our first question. Let's move on to our second question. Do I need money in the bank to get a contractor license? Now, this is the this is a very important question. Uh, there's a lot of misinformation in construction. They always tell you, hey, you know, uh, I have 15, 20, 30, $40,000 in my bank account because the CSLB requires that. If any employer, any employer is telling you that you need a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, any amount of money to obtain your contractor license, they are factually, factually incorrect. You do not need any amount of money to obtain your contractor license. Now, however, do you have to pay state fees? Yes, of course you have to pay the state fees, which are the application fees. Do you have to register a business? Of course. But if anyone tells you that you need a certain amount of money to obtain your contractor license, they are factually incorrect. Incorrect. Do not let someone prevent you from obtaining your contractor license with so much information that's in construction. So for, for my viewers out there, if you are uh, you know, a person that has an uncle, dad, a sister, mother, cousin, whatever the case is, that want to obtain their contractor license, they don't need any actual, uh, uh, they don't need a social security number. As long as that they have the experience, the four years of full-time experience in their trade, whether it be drywall, painting, framing, electrical, plumbing, anything, tree trimming, welding, they will qualify to obtain their license. Do not be worried about that. That's one of the barriers, the main, one of the main barriers that prevent people from getting the information in the first place. And once they find out that they can actually obtain the license, they have already lost so much time, a right. year, two years, three years, four years, right? Right. That's I mean, so there's that time. guy that has 20, 30 years and <clears throat> never has applied because he was scared because he doesn't know. Um, so that's why we're here. Right. I mean, of that, course. That's why we're here to help them out. Um, not only if, you know, they don't, they, they have their social security number, they have their IT number. I mean, we helped out just recently a guy that had 60 years uh, of experience. Of course. And he just got his license. Now, uh, just now, because of that misinformation that is out there. Well, yeah, because that misinformation prevents them from getting the license. Right. So another, another quick question. 
some people say, you know what? If you get your contractor license, be prepared. Be prepared to spend a year or two years or three years trying to get your license, which, of course, is factually incorrect again. Right. How soon, if someone applies themselves and actually has the urgency to obtain the license, like an actual person is going to come to class and tells you, you know what, Javier, in San Bernardino. So if you work in San Bernardino, so what... What's your radius? Rialto, Fontana, Riverside, Moreno Valley, uh, Palm Springs. Hammett. Hammett. Uh, yeah. Anything uh, in, in the area of San right. Bernardino. Big Bear. If someone comes to you and they tell you how fast. I want the fastest amount that I can obtain my license. That's me. I'm the person that wants to dedicate themselves to obtain their contractor license. 90 days. What's the fastest they can obtain? It's easy. 90 days. I don't Na believe you. 90 days or less. This is the only reason why. But why? But what, what? I don't believe you. Why? Why would not somebody believe you that they can obtain the license in 90 days? The only reason why is because w once I enroll a student, we start sending out the application right away. Okay. We, we start the process of sending out the application. With the state, it could take anywhere from, uh, you know, a couple of weeks to get that actual examination. To get that, yeah, the application, so yeah. I always tell my student, at least within the thir uh, for, uh, first uh, 30 days, send out the application. Send out the of application. Course. Within 90 days, you will have that test date. You will be licensed. Uh, so it all goes back to what I said uh, earlier today. Mm -hmm. The more you come into the classes, the faster you'll be ready, the faster we could send out the Now, I, do, I did have a couple students, and I want to re reiterate this. I had a, a, a student here in El Monte. His name is Juan Alfredo Hernandez. He actually, his company name is A&J Flooring Co. He, he opened a corporation with us. He actually, oh, he actually obtained his license mm -hmm. in sixty days. He the the day he signed up, we from the day he signed up. Within the next day, we sent out his application to the state. So, uh, and I'm not lying when I say this. This is actual information for those of you that are like, no, it's not possible. It's possible. It's very possible. Why do I know it's very possible? Because I provided. I helped him obtain his license. So let me tell you, on on March 10th, he signed up for our course. By May 29th, he obtained his license. So if you're really bringing it down to the nitty gritty, we're talking about two right. months and and like a week and a half, two weeks. So, and 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 same situation, little to no English. Uh, he was very dedicated to obtaining his license. Why was he very dedicated to obtaining his license? Because he had a pending contract. Someone wanted to offer him a contract worth $40,000, but he needed his license to obtain it. So this guy, with little to no English, obtained his, his contractor license. So what do you say to those people that have 20, 25, 30 years of experience and still, still don't even make the first step in signing up for the course. It's kind of yeah, hard, it's right? Hard, yeah. It's difficult. It's, it's difficult. difficult. Um, it all comes back to, um, uh, you know, the uh, the motivation. The do I really want to get urgency, my license? Actually, the urgency, actually. Exactly. The urgency. I mean, if you already have thirty years of experience, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. It's just to take that. If you have four years of experience, four you years, qualify. Yeah, exactly. Four years of experience, 30 years of experience. It's it's all the same. The work doesn't change if you have 30 years of experience or you have four years of experience. It's all the doesn't. same. It's the same way. It, it's the same thing, but the urgency that they take. So most of the guys, uh, these guys are, are scared. Okay, um, should I uh, uh, should I apply to get my license? I mean, it's it's you. Ha they have to know that. It's only for their, their best interest. Of course. Their best interest on, okay, I'm going to get my license. I have the opportunity. I'm making more money. Who doesn't like making, making more, more money? Making more money. Everyone right. does. So let me reiterate this for everyone mm -hmm. that uh, is still kind of on the fence. We do have four locations. We have San Bernardino, Anaheim, El Monte, and North Hills, which is next to San Fernando Valley. If you guys have a brother, a mom, a sister, an uncle, cousin, anyone, Whoever it is. anyone who wants to obtain their contractor license, as long as they, they have, have the, the four, years. four years of experience, right? And they're hitting you. 
And, 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 and this is for the people that might be a little younger out there, right? right? So what do your parents tell you when you're in school? Oh, apply yourself. Don't let too much time pass. Make sure you're studying. So for those of people, for those people that are actually watching us that are maybe don't have the, the, the age to obtain their contractor license, but they do have an uncle, sister, cousin, mother, whatever the case is, tell them if they work in construction, if you have four years of experience, you can obtain your contractor license. And there's no excuses not to obtain it because all the excuses that we receive, I have no papers. Perfect. Apply with your IT number. I don't speak English. Perfect. We have Spanish classes. Oh, but it's too hard. No, it's not too hard. We have so many examples it's of people that obtain their contract. Now license. it's more easier than ever to it's get that license. It's more easier Especially than ever. Especially if you have classes Monday through Thursday. We have both 6 to 7 and, and 7 to 8. And that's absurd. That's absurd that we offer so many classes. We offer classes from Monday through Thursday and Saturday in the morning. I do not know one person, one person that does, can cannot dedicate twice a week to obtaining the contractor let license. Me, let me tell you this. Uh, uh, just uh, last month, if you go to the um, our San Bernardino location on Google, Look at our reviews. Which is There's off of Highland, right? It's off of Highland. Right. Okay, off Highland and Muscoviabi. Muscoviabi, okay. right. So uh, just just last month, I, I had a student that got his license within three months, 10% English. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, he used to live, or he lives right now, he lives in Palm Springs. So you're telling you're talking about he he okay he so lives in Palm you're Springs. Telling, you're telling me about this person that worked yeah. in that works in Palm Springs. Right. Does came his to jobs, the classes. Came to the classes and went back to Palm Springs. Right. Every single day. So there's no excuses why not. So distance, uh, you know, time. Everybody needs to have, especially when you get your 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 license. Everybody needs to make the time to get that license. This guy. Once again, Palm Springs. We're located in San Bernardino. He decided to come to Palm Springs, and within 90 days or less, he got his license. All right, guys. So my, for, for the viewers out there, again, if you know anyone that wants to obtain their contractor license, do not let them get away with the excuses. What are the excuses? I have no, no, I, no social, right? Uh, I have no social security number. It's not an excuse. You have an IT number. Right. I don't speak any English. Perfect. We have classes in English and in, in Spanish, Spanish to help you guys. Uh, and it, we have four locations. I don't live in San Bernardino. Perfect. We have San Bernardino, El Monte, Anaheim, and North Hills, which is next to San Fernando Valley. Right? We have the instructors to make it happen. If any of you guys have questions, our viewers out there have questions regarding obtaining their contractor license, Leave your questions and comments below. So the we can definitely thing, help you then. The we good thing with, with, with us is that if you're working, let's say my student mm -hmm. uh, is working out in L.A., have you seen my students over here? Well, it depending on when they have jobs over here. Right, yes, right. of course. So, you know, my students couldn't make it into uh, San, to San Bernardino because they're working in L.A. They could come into El, El Monte. Monte. They could come into exactly. to Anaheim, uh, North Hills. I mean, uh, especially in construction. In construction, there's no state. Um, there's no site. There's no there's exactly. No site. There's exactly. no set uh, uh, office yeah. or hours. I mean, I have students that come into El Monte to Anaheim, so there's no there's no way we cannot help them out uh, to inform them or help them out with the classes. You know, your students come to me. My my students come to you. Anaheim and uh, you know El Monte. Uh, North Hill. So, I mean, that's what's great about us that I mean, we have so many locations lo to help lo exactly. you. So that, that's the thing. If you guys are like, again, when it comes to the excuses, you know what? I work so many different ways. Like I do not work in one set location. And that's, that's totally fine. If you guys just work in Southern California, we have four locations to help you. Do not make the excuses right now. And I'm not lying is the perfect time to obtain your license. Why is it the perfect time to obtain your license right now? We're talking about, we're coming into the winter months, October, November, December. What happens in construction? For those of people that down. work in, in construction, what happens? Everybody's closing their deals. Everybody wants to finish up because nobody wants to uh, work in December. Uh, the rainy season is coming. Exactly. So, and, I mean, exactly. This, this, is, this is the time uh, you know, time of years to, to obtain your license. And every year, it's always the same thing. I mean, the, the students uh, come in, 
and then in January, everybody wants to get their license. Your, your mom, uncle, tios, uncle, cousin, son, whoever wants to obtain the contractor license, follow us on Instagram, Contractors License School. Follow us on Facebook, Contractor State License Preparation. We have four locations, El Monte, 626-416-5554, San Bernardino, 909-882-8889. Call us. Set up an appointment. We have Anaheim. We have North Hills. There's no excuses not to obtain your contractor license. I do want to give a big thanks to Javier Gutierrez, who made the time to come with us, to come to our um, our uh, our podcast. And we're going to answer one last question before we end, end this podcast. Javier, how long is a license good for? How long, if you pass the examinations, is a license active for? The good thing about the license is that you renew it every two years. Okay. No more examinations. So you don't have oh, to worry perfect. about it. So no more examinations. You just, we just say that we send that renewal free every two years. So, 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 okay. So let's say, for example, I obtain my license. After two years, do I have to send out another application? Do I have to pass more examination? Do I have no. to go through this process so, again? So once you pass your examination, uh, once again, once you pass your examination, you don't have to take no, no more examinations. Every two years, the state will send out three months, four months uh, before, before your, yeah. your expiration date. They'll let you know, okay, your time is about to be up. Let's just go ahead and pay that re, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, renewal, fee. Ren renewal fee that way that, you know, so they could have your license active every two years. Exactly. All right. A big thanks to Javier Gutierrez for, make, much, for making uh, uh, some time to come to our podcast today. Keep in mind, every single Thursday, we are going to have a podcast. It's going to be our instructors, current students, former students who obtained their license. Make sure to follow us. We're going to have the podcast on English and in Spanish. Spanish. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Contractors License School. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, CSLP El Monte, CSLP3. Thank you very much for, for following us. Thank you very much for appreciating us and supporting us. Every single Thursday, keep a lookout for our podcast. We're going to be on YouTube as well. I want to uh, I want to give a big, big thank you to Javier Gutierrez for making the time to come speak thank to you me. Very much. If you guys have any questions or comments regarding obtaining your contractor license, make sure you leave your questions or comments down below. Thank you, guys. Have a good day.